Ahead is the Foo Fighters and Walk on 100.3. The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nicky Big J, 847. And one of the greatest action movie directors of all time has a brand new movie out in DVD stores. And we are lucky enough to have him on the phone. His name is Rennie Harlan. Rennie, good morning, man. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We are excellent. Thank you so much for the time and being on the show, man. We appreciate it. My pleasure. You know, I uh, had a chance to uh, to watch the movie that is out on DVD today. It is called uh, Five Days of War. And uh, you know what? It's a, it's a pretty heavy subject, man. What made you decide to, to make the movie? It is a heavy subject matter. And uh, I was at a point in my, my career, after having made about 15 action movies and thrillers, that I was really looking for something that would have a little more substance and make, make me feel like I'm doing doing something for a really good reason. And, and when I heard about these producers putting this movie together, I, I jumped in right away. And, and for those who, who might not know, it, it's, a, it's a story of a war that took place just three, three years ago. It was a war between Russia and a tiny little Mediterranean country of Georgia, independent country, and a very tragic war. And, uh, and, and uh, amongst all the other thousands of people who lost their lives, there were uh, international reporters who got killed. And, and I wanted to tell this story from a journalist's point of view. Uh, there are so many of these conflicts going on now all around the world, and I, I wanted to show people what it's like to be there without a gun in the in the middle of it all. You know, is it how different is it from from directing? You know, those, those action movies that were fiction, and this is based on something that really happened. The, these uh, tragic moments, this violence was very very real for these people. Uh, you know, how do you you know direct? Is it is it a different mindset for you when you set out to do this? Yeah, it, it is obviously. I, I went to the country of Georgia and spent a lot of time doing my research, talking to refugees and journalists and politicians and soldiers, and and uh, and really dug deep into this story. And I felt a great responsibility for these people because we were there shooting the movie only a year after the war. So I felt like I really needed to tell their story and get their voice out into the world. So obviously, you know, it, it is an action movie. It has huge battle scenes. There's 80 tanks and eight helicopters and six that's rolling in, in, in just one scene and they are all real uh, and, uh, and and the people are real and the locations are real where this all took place so it was a powerful and very emotional experience for for the crew and, and the cast and everybody involved so it's it's, it's definitely, definitely different because you're not creating make-believe you're actually telling the real story you know a main focal point of the movie is how difficult it was for journalists to do their job during this actual war that was going on and you came in so soon after this whole thing really went down was it hard for you to, to get the kind of shots you wanted to get and to do the kind of job you wanted to do or were they pretty accommodating with with your production they were pretty accommodating and 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 uh Local people on the ground, they, they were welcoming us with open arms and tears in their eyes. They couldn't believe that a Hollywood production with Hollywood actors is, is in their tiny little country telling this story. And, uh, and in terms of the, the government, it was the same thing. They said, okay, you know, we can, we can use any publicity that, that we can get because the world needs to hear about these, these events. And, uh, and, and so, so we, we got a lot of support and a lot of help, but also we were shooting in, in a, lot, a lot of times in very harsh conditions, in real locations where things had been torn apart by a war just a year before, uh, staying in mountain villages where the cast and crew were living in farmhouses and, and train cars uh, with no restaurants anywhere uh, hours away. So it was, it, was a, it was a very sort of binding experience where the actors and the, and the cast the crew members became, became a team 
and and sort of we're ready to go through anything to to get this story told. You know, uh, you've also put together quite the cast for uh, for the movie Five Days of War. Uh, you know, I, I want to—it's it's pretty much an all-star cast. I mean, there's a lot of names, a lot of faces in this movie that you recognize. How difficult was it for you to get everybody scheduled together and make this all kind of come together? It was actually not that difficult. It was it was amazing how once people heard about the story and read the script, they were ready to sign on. I, I, uh, Andy Garcia was the the only and first person I went to to actually play the president of Georgia. And he signed uh, on right away. Val Kilmer, who is old buddy of mine, he wanted to be part of this. Then, uh, you know, I have Emmanuel Shariki, who people probably know from Entourage, and, and uh, uh, you know, Rupert Friend and Robert, uh, Richard Coyle, and, and uh, a lot of really great actors. Dean Kane, who is a buddy of mine, he's in this. So it, it was really like people, people were kind of lining up to be in the film. I, I think everybody felt like, hey, instead of like, Totally made up, uh, fluffy stories. It's 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 it feels good to your soul to once in a while do something that actually uh, tells something real and, and can make a difference. Do you think that even uh, maybe ten years ago a movie like this would have a chance of being made, given that there might have been some political pressures uh, from uh, maybe from Russia for for this movie not getting made? Yeah, you know, it, I I actually had an experience a uh, long time ago. I, I come from Finland, and when I was in Finland. Uh, when I was very young, and and we we were still, you know, in a world where there was a iron curtain and all that, I had an experience. I made a movie that that actually got into a lot of hot water because it it sort of, sort of revealed some some unpleasant things about Soviet Union. So I've lived through those times when it was it was a taboo. Uh, I think now we live in a world that where where you know you can tell these stories and feel much much more free about it. Um, which which is a good thing. It doesn't mean that bad things don't still happen, but it's 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 uh, it's an exciting opportunity when you can tell tell about them in a movie. Are you able to have fun still on a set with a movie like this, or is it just one of those things where you need to kind of have that ambiance where there's some serious stuff going down, and it's kind of best to keep it a little bit more serious on the set? Well, you know, it it, it really depends. I am I come from a school where I I say. Uh, we who make movies, we work 16-hour days. That's our life. We are away from our homes most of the time, uh, months and months at a time. It has to be fun. We have to enjoy it. We have to have a camaraderie on the set. We have to be able to joke and and uh, and make it feel like there's a there's a real purpose where, where we get together and do this stuff. And then again, you know, in a movie like this, there are scenes definitely where uh, you know even even the hardened crew members uh, you can see the tear tear in there in there corner of their eye because you're telling a real story, you're in a real location, the extras are real, they just went through this themselves, they are all in tears, so there's definitely those moments, but overall, you've you got to enjoy what you're doing, and you can make it make it feel like, like uh, you know, it's uh, it's all, all just brain surgery. You know, uh, I was wondering, do you have any good advice for aspiring filmmakers who, who want to get a start? Because you, you came up and, and you worked really hard to have your opportunities. Uh, now times are a little different. There's more access. There's more technology. Do you have any advice for uh, folks out there who might want to try to have a career in filmmaking? Yeah, I, I came from Finland from, you know, against impossible odds and, and uh, made big sacrifices in terms of my family and my own living conditions when, when I came to, to, to Hollywood and went through some years when I really didn't have a penny. I was, I was practically, you could call it, uh, nowadays you would call it a homeless person, uh, and, uh, and, and then got my breaks. And my biggest advice to anybody who is, who is living this dream is, to, is that 
if you have a dream and you have the passion uh, and you're willing to work hard and sacrifice everything in your life, then, then you have a chance. Uh, and nowadays, you know, with the lightweight cameras and, you know, now you can, we didn't even have cell phones when I started. So we didn't, we, we didn't have, you know, internet when I started. So I just want to point out to the young people that if you complain, like, I don't get the breaks, I say, grab your phone and make a movie with your phone. And if you have a story to tell and if you have some talent, you will get your breaks. There's so many outlets now. There were even, you know, video was just invented when I started. So there were no outlets other than cinemas really to, to, to get your work out there. So there's a lot of opportunities. If you're willing to give it, give it everything, you have a chance. Awesome, man. The uh, movie is called Five Days of War. It's available now on DVD. It's a pretty important story that needed to be told. And, Randy, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Nick. I'm Big J. It was my pleasure. All right. Take care of yourself, man.